Is That Really in the Bible presents the teaching ministry of David Freeman. If you want a title, it would be Behind the Curtain or Behind the Scene or Behind the Veil, let's say. Um, Have you ever thought about what God is doing in your life if you could see behind that curtain, you know, the, the work, the the things that God is doing in your life, sometimes, you know, I think we're guilty of, what, what, what we're really guilty of is we can't see it. You know, we, if we could, that might be a different story, although maybe we can understand it better. What does it mean when someone says behind the scene? Well, it, it something happens behind, if something happens behind the scene, it happens without most people knowing about it including ourselves, you know. (laughs) What God is doing, often we can't see it, we don't understand it. Maybe with hindsight 2020, we can understand it a little bit better. But it would be a beautiful thing if we could really grasp behind that curtain what God is doing in our life. Why this happened? Why that happened? Why am I suffering? Why am I going through this or that? Why the loss? Why, you know, the, the questions are just, they never end. But if we could understand it a little bit better. A lot of work, hard work has been going on behind the scene. And I think of the making of a movie. You know, often when I watch a movie, I like to watch how the movie was made how they blew up stuff, how they crashed the cars, how they jumped the motorcycle. You know, I will watch the documentary on how the movie was made and really enjoy that more so than the movie. Like Star Wars movie, you know, that George Lucas, if you look at some of the the, uh, props he used, I mean, it was a cardboard prop of, you know, uh, it it was cheesy looking, but actually in the movie it looked pretty good. Uh, Some of the stuff that he developed. A play. I've never really been to a play, but, you know, behind the curtain there are things going on in a play. There are people busily working behind the curtain. And So what I want us to grasp is behind the scene, God is directing, correcting, redirecting, over and over again, with the intentions of greatly blessing your life. Now, I didn't say he's controlling you. Uh, God is not a control freak. We all understand that. you don't have to turn there, but the, you know the scripture where it says, I call heaven and earth to record against you this day. I've set before you life and death, blessings and cursing. Choose life. You know, you got a choice. And that's, you know, sometimes I don't like the fact that I got those two simplistic choices. You know, good and evil, you know, life and death. Uh, I wish God would have made it a little bit easier on us all. You know, but that, that's, that's the choices. And if you choose the wrong choice, you're going to suffer, you're going to hurt, and eventually, you know, you're going to die, but, but that's, that's the choice. So God is not in to controlling every aspect of our lives. But here's the good news. But even with our mistakes, mistakes don't trip God up that we make. You know, God doesn't just throw his hands up and say, oops, he made a mistake, I can't do anything about this. I'm abandoning the whole situation. There's just nothing I can do. But that, mistakes don't trip God up. 
even with our mistakes, God can take those mistakes, and we make many mistakes, do we not? We sin, you know, we fall flat on our face. And so, even with those mistakes, behind the scene, God is directing, correcting, redirecting with the intentions of greatly blessing your life. We don't see all of this because it's behind the scenes. And here's the, here's the biggie. The more hardship you are going through, the harder it is to see and recognize what God is doing behind the scene, behind the curtain. The more difficult, the more struggle. You know, if you're going through financial problems, it's going to be really hard for you to, you know, to see, well, how, God, how are you working this out? I'm broke. You know, I don't have any money. I don't see you working behind the scene. I, I, see, I don't see you really doing hardly anything in my life. Uh, health issues. You know, when you have health issues, I mean, God, how, how is this working out to my glory or to, to your glory? Tragedy. Oh, my goodness. When tragedy strikes. We really, really do not see. You know, we, we, it's almost as if we are blinded to behind the scenes, that curtain, what God is doing. You know, I, I think of Joseph, who was sold. Well, they, the first day we were going to kill him, kill him, Joseph. You know, the boy with the coat of men in colors or whatever. It was Judah that wanted to sell him. Typical Jew, by the way. You know, let, let's, let's make some money off this guy. You know, let's not kill him. Uh, and I think, uh, I think of the horrendous thing they did to their father. They took his coat, dipped it in blood, and brought it back to his father and said, it looks like your son's killed. And, and he, what a hideous thing to do to a father. What a cruel thing. You know, the Bible is full of... Uh, it's got some stories in it. It's got some stories that will tear your heart apart. But anyway, tragedy, you know, Joseph. How, I mean, in, Joseph in prison for, a sin, for, a, for something he didn't even commit. You know, Potiphar's wife, you know, he, that, that, was, that wasn't his issue. That was something that she, you know, he did the right thing, but he gets thrown into prison. So tragedy, you know, how, okay, God behind the scene what in the world are you doing? Now, I'll tell you one thing I figured out. God's time schedule is not ours. My time schedule is about 15 minutes, you know. <laughs> I, I should be able to see this in about 15 minutes, and after that, I don't see it, and you've abandoned me, and then you've given up on me. Now, we're talking years now. We're talking years when we talk about things that we go through and tragedy and, and all, all kinds of things. You know, uh, uh, Daniel and the lion's dens, uh, the, the fiery furnace, you know, the three Hebrew children, you know, God, how are you working? I'm about to be thrown into a fiery furnace, <laughs> okay? How are you working behind the scenes here? I don't get it. I don't see it. Death of a loved one. Problems with our children. Work-related issues. How, Lord, how are you working behind the scene? So how would you like to know? How would you like to see, to be able to see behind that curtain, to be able to see behind the scene what God is doing in your life in a mighty, powerful way. To be able to see. Now, think about how great this would be. God, I, I, I understand what you're doing. Now it makes perfect sense. Now I get it. 
This is not just another coincidence. This is not just bad timing. This is not just bad luck. This is not just the consequences of my sin again. To be able to see and understand what God is doing behind the scene. Now I recognize God is working in a mighty way in my life. God has not abandoned me. Even though God said, the word of God says, look, I'm never going to abandon, I'm not going to leave you nor forsake you. But we still have those thoughts run through our mind. God has abandoned me. God has not let me down. He's not given up on me. Far from it. Now I see God is working in my life in a mighty, mighty way. And he wants to bless me. I want to look at 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9 because I'll tell you how I used to look at this verse. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9. 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 9. But as it is written, eyes have not seen nor ears heard, neither have it, has it entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. In other words, I've always looked at this verse in a, as a, you know, that's a future event in the sweet by and by. Further along, we'll understand all about it. And then I'll get, I'll get it, everything that happened in my life. I, one day out there when I meet God, that's when I'll get it. So your eyes have not seen, your ears have not heard. You cannot even receive it into your heart. The mighty works, the mighty things God is preparing for you. Why can't I see it, though? We can't see it because it's behind the curtain. It's behind the scenes. Or can we see it? Next verse, verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now, it seems like it is possible to get a clue as to what is going on in your life and the things that we struggle with. It goes on in verse 11. For what, knows, for what man knoweth the things of man, save the Spirit in man which is in him? Even so, things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now, it's all impossible through the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit to be able to get it, the leadership of the Holy Spirit. But notice verse 12. Now we have, now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. Do we realize what this is saying? It is possible. It's actually possible to see and understand what's going on behind the scenes. Now, the reason I think we don't so often don't understand is because we don't believe that we can. We just don't believe that we can. I mean, I, I can't understand. It, 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 it's easier to believe that whatever you're going through in your life, well, it's just a coincidence. It's just bad timing. It's just bad luck. It's easier to believe that. God has abandoned me. It's easier to believe that. It's, my, it's a coincidence of sin, you know. And, and we're wrapped up in the spirit of, of this world is, is one of the reasons, you know. And now, again, that verse says, now we have not received the spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we may know the things that are freely given to us. 
Now, I want to look at a couple stories how that God was working mightily behind the scenes, and they didn't even know it. Clueless, just like us, just like us. Couple of stories. Genesis 12 and verse 10. This is a story about Abraham and Sarah, whose name was changed to Sarah, Abraham and Sarah. Um, by the way, she must have been a, a knockout. <laughs> uh, Sarah, uh, a beautiful woman. I mean, she had to be. Because Abraham is like a pathological liar when it comes to his, 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 his wife. I mean, he just can't quit lying. I mean, it's just... But there's, there's a couple of stories here. She was to die for you. <laughs> she, what was that then? She was to die for you. Yeah, she was to die for you. <laughs> Genesis 12 and verse 10. And there was a famine in the land, and Abraham went down to Egypt to sojourn there, for the famine was grievous in the land. And it came to pass, and he was come near into, the, into Egypt, that he sent to Sarah his wife, Behold now, I know that you are a fair woman to look upon, Therefore it shall come to pass when the Egyptians shall see thee, they shall say, this is his wife, and they will kill me, but they will save you alive. Say, I pray thee, that you are my sister, that it may be well with me for, the, for, their, for thy sake, and my soul shall live because of thee. And it came to pass that when Abram was coming to Egypt, the Egyptians beheld the woman, that she was very fair. Very fair. Yes. The prince also of Pharaoh saw her and commended her before Pharaoh, and the woman was taken into Pharaoh's house. And this is not a good thing, by the way. And he entreated Abraham well for her sake, and he said, and he had uh, sheep and oxen and asses and merchants and, and, and manservants and men servants and she asses and camel. And the Lord plagued Pharaoh and his house with great plagues because of Sarah, Abraham, Abram's wife. Now, here is God working behind the scenes, plaguing Pharaoh. Did Abraham know what God was doing behind the scenes? No, I don't think he did. I was, he was clueless, you know. I, he didn't know God was on his side at this moment. And Pharaoh called Abram and said, what is this that you have done? Why didn't you tell me she is your wife? Why saith she is your sister? So I might have taken her to be my wife. Now therefore behold thy wife, take her and, and get out of here. And Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him and they sent him away and his wife and all that, that he had. And Abraham said of Sarah his wife, she is my sister. Oh, now, now let me skip here. Let's skip over, now this is the second time he lied. Genesis 20 and verse two. And Abraham said of Sarah, his wife, she is my sister. And Abimelech, or king Abimelech, was about to take her. Okay? And again, he's, he's doing it again. He's lying again about his wife. This is passed down even to his son. His son did the same thing. Lied about his wife. You know, it runs in the family. <laughs> we got uh, but God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are but... Now, 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 get this. This is God working behind the scene. Okay. Oblivious to Abraham, but this is God working behind the scene. 
And God came to Abimelech in a dream by night and said to him, Behold, you are but a dead man, for the woman which you have taken, she is, she is a, wife, a man's wife. But Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lord, will you slay also a righteous nation? Uh, said he not unto me, she is my sister, she said. Even so, herself, he is my, uh, he is my brother. In other words, she said, this is my brother, this, and, and of course, Abraham said, this is my sister. In the integrity of my heart and innocent of my hands have I done this. And God said unto him in a dream, yea, I know that you did this in the integrity of your heart. I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffered I not uh, for you to touch her. Now therefore restore the man, his wife. For he is a prophet, and he shall pray for thee, and you shall live, and thou shalt restore her. And, and if thou restore her not, know that thou, you shall surely die, you and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech rose up early in the morning, and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears. And the men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham, and said to him, What have you done to us? And what have I offended thee that you have brought on me in my kingdom a great sin? Thou hast done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And this is interesting. Abimelech recognizes it. He says he refers to it as this great sin. What sin? Well, the sin of adultery. This is the law before Moses, by the way, before Exodus 20. You can go through and list each one of the Ten Commandments before the law, law of Moses, before Exodus 20, before they were given. This is just one of those places. Uh, and Abimelech said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that, that, that you've done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought surely the fear of God is, is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. So Abraham is, is operating, you know, he's lying and he's operating out of fear. Is he not? Yeah. I mean, he's lying and he's operating out of fear. So Abraham prayed unto God, and, and God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants and they that bear children. For the Lord had fast closed all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Again, I'm looking at this as, okay, what, what is going on behind the curtain, behind the scenes? Did Abraham know what God was doing behind the scenes? I don't think he did. I mean, when you read these statements, I mean, think about it. Think about if you can know that God is working in my life like this, behind the scenes. I mean, some of these statements are fascinating. God says, Behold, you are but a dead man. For the woman which you have taken, she is another man's wife. And if you restore her not, know that you shall surely die in your whole household. The Lord had fast closed up the womb of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. How would you like to know God Almighty is working behind the scenes in your life in such a mighty, mighty way? And you know, for the most part, we don't. We, we, we go around with our head down and we say, I'm just a poor sinner saved by grace not worthy of any favor from God, you know, head down, stumbling, bumbling through life. Now, the Bible says, without faith, 
it is impossible to please God. Sometimes I wonder, what kind of faith do I really have? Just what is faith? You know, and, and you know, Jesus said, look, when I return, will I find faith on, or am, am, am I even going to find any faith when I return? Faith on earth. Now, here's the thing. The more faith you can have in what is going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain, the greater your faith will be. If we can just trust it, if we can just believe in it, if we can just maybe even nothing more than visualize it in your mind, create a fantasy, you know, of what is going on behind the scenes, what God is doing in your life. So three little points here. Number one, op slow down and open your eyes. <laughs> slow down and just open your eyes. You know, I used to have a worker that worked with me. His name was Greg Prillman. And he was, he was a laid-back guy, but he, he studied nature. He was calm and cool, and he would look at something, and, and he, would, he was a very um, down-to-earth, literally, type of guy. But he, he took the time to look at things. He took the time to maybe smell something. Of course, of course we all do that. Also, in the Freeman family, we've got to smell everything. But, but he took the time... But even that, you know, it, it creates certain things in your senses where you slow down. Uh, I will take a, a, a pine, a, a pine tree, and rub my hand through it, and just the smell of that pine, just, it's, it's wonderful. And it puts me in a certain mood. It put, puts me in a different mood. But, you know, slow down, open up your eyes, and again, imagine, what is God doing behind the scenes, behind that curtain? behind that veil in my life. Number two, know where to look. Know where to look. You know, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 10, we already read this, but, but God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit, for the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Okay? So what is God doing behind the scenes in my life? Okay. Three, don't look for God in all the wrong places, you know, like the country western song, looking for love in all the wrong places. Don't look for God in all the wrong places. Uh, again, 1 Corinthians 2 and verse 12, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are freely given to us. You know, often we're looking for God from the spirit of the world, all the trappings, oh my goodness, all the trappings of the world. How many are there? Facebook, that's a good trapping of the world. Internet, that's a good trapping of the world. All, the media, that, that's a good trapping of the world. Uh, we're not focused on behind the scenes, behind the curtain, what great thing God is doing in my life. Colossians 3 and verse 1. Colossians 3 and verse 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sits at the right hand of God. So where, where are we supposed to be pursuing, looking to God? Well, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Seek those things that are above. Last week we sung a song, I love to tell the story 
of unseen things above. Do you have a story about behind the scenes? Unseen things that have happened that you know where God has worked in your life. You know, um, we all know it here, but, you know, my wife, Teresa, had breast cancer, and there's nothing good about, when you hear that word cancer, there's nothing good about that. And, of course, she had a, a, a bilateral uh, mastectomy, and uh, everything, the margins were clear, so they got it, that's, that means it didn't go outside that area, which was great news, and uh, the lymph nodes that they removed, uh, a couple, no cancer, and that, that was great news. And, but, uh, we were obviously worried, since we didn't have insurance, how are you going to pay for this, you know? <laughs> and uh, because we had all, it was all kinds of expensive genetic testing. They told us genetic, genetic testing is not free to see if this runs in your family system. And, and it's obviously the surgery, surgery was not cheap or anything like that. But, but we... Uh, they said, why don't you qualify for, why don't you try to qualify for Medicaid? And, and Teresa told her, she said, you know, we're probably going to make too much money to qualify for that. And they had some type of stipulation that, well, if they don't respond within 10 days, you'll get it. And, and wasn't the woman sick that was supposed to respond? Somebody got sick or something? Anyway, the 10 days passed and we qualified for Medicaid. And the whole thing was paid for. Now, to me, you know, that is God working behind the scenes. Because, I mean, I was at the point, you know, I'm thinking, eh, probably 60, 70, 80,000. I'll sell the house and, and we'll move in here in the church, you know. <laughs> because it used to be an apartment. You know, the church used to be an apartment. I thought, well, I'll just move back to the, to the church here. At least I got that. Uh, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's, my, that's me. Now, here's another thing that we do. We always try to work it out our way. We, we got a way to work it out, you know. We think we do. And usually God looks at us and says, that, that's the craziest thing I ever heard of. I don't know why you're even thinking about that. But I have a way to work it out, but it's behind the scene, behind the curtain, and I'm going to bless your life, and I'm going to work with you. And uh, so, again, I want to conclude with uh, that little statement. The more faith you can have in what is going on behind the scenes, behind the curtain, the greater your faith will be. And it takes, to do it, it takes a discipline. It doesn't come natural, I can guarantee you that. And I like the examples that I gave you of Abraham lying about his wife, it, 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 it just doesn't come natural. And it takes a discipline to do this, and we don't do it naturally. So, Place your faith. Start every day placing your faith with God. What are you doing in my life behind the scenes? The things I cannot see, you know, show them to me through your spirit what you are doing in my life. For more information, check us out online at isthatreallyinthebible.net. Listen to the podcast. Watch the weekly program. Worship with us on our weekly Sabbath service. And be sure to visit our free bookstore. Again, the website is isthatreallyinthebible.net.
If you would like more information or if you have any questions, write to Is That Really in the Bible? 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia 24151. Or visit us on the web at Is That Really in the Bible? dot net.